Hello, you beautiful writer. Welcome to my podcast called The Script Whisperer. I'm your host, Ben Scharf, and I'm exactly that, a script whisperer. I come in and help writers in various stages of development, boost their confidence, and even sometimes polish the scripts and also script doctor when in need. Thanks for listening. And let's jump right into the next episode. Hello, you beautiful soul. Thanks for tuning in. Today, let's talk a little bit about writing more visually. I feel that, especially when it comes to screenwriting, that is something that is underrated a lot. And since it's an audiovisual medium, I feel it makes a hell of a lot of sense to pay very close attention to writing visually. Because let's face it, in the end, everything that you put on the page ultimately gets translated over to the screen. So I feel it's a no-brainer that also right before everyone is on set and the director calls action, just by reading what's on the page, you should get a pretty good idea of what it actually, what the, what the movie is going to be, what the mood is, what the tonality is going to be, and how visual it's going to be. All right? So you want to draw people in. And that's basically really what your job as a screenwriter is. Tell a story, tell it engagingly, and tell it visually, okay? So, to elicit emotions. So, it's beyond just, you know, putting words next to other words to form a sentence, and this sentence hopefully makes sense. Definitely, it is part of the process, right? But I give you an example right? What you can do with words and what it means. So it definitely is a huge difference if you let your protagonist or any other character for that matter run, walk, or stroll down a sidewalk. Okay? I feel you get the point. So what it really is, it's you giving us a sense of this character. What is this character all about? So just imagine what it does to the reader if you would have the protagonist always run, never standing still. This character is always running in every scene, okay, until he or she is not. And then it would make a huge difference, okay? So... This is actually how screenwriting works, okay? You pay close attention to all the words that you put up on the page. And it's not only about being very witty in your dialogue writing. It is part of the dialogue writing, don't get me wrong. And I love when characters are witty on the page. Everyone does, right? But it's not only about that. So what I see missing in a lot of screen um, screenplays 
is the visual aspect. Yes, they do a great job. These writers do a great job conveying the message and they're setting up characters through dialogue, but not using the action to be visual. And that is, I think, what will then also raise your screenwriting to the next level if you pay attention to being more visual. Okay? And also, on that matter, you know, people have a very sensitive tone detector and they will immediately detect if you jump out of tone. So that's another aspect that you should consider. One other aspect too is you know, you always be trying to tackle tropes, you know, scenes that have been done countless times and everybody kind of is, yeah, does, does know these scenes right from the get-go when they kind of become a cliche in itself, like, you know, the interrogation scene in every crime investigative story, whatever. You know, you have police people sitting down in an interrogation room interrogating some kind of crook. So, yeah, we all have seen that. But I think your job as a screenwriter is to make it feel as if we're viewing it for the first time, you know? Just come up with different ideas or different takes on things that have already been done. You know, like, for instance... The couple fighting in a restaurant, you know? How often have you seen this? So that's what I'm referring to as being a trope. It's a, it's a trope because you've seen it so many times, right? You just know, okay, oh, oh, here we go again, okay? So just, you know, what if what if it's a picnic on a rowing boat instead, you know? And this picnic thingy on this rowing boat in the middle of the, of the lake turns into a huge fight, into a huge argument, you know? It's the same scene, basically, but it's a different mood altogether, you know? And also, you know, you want to make sure that any any argument, any conflict, the, the characters cannot get out of this conflict easily. So being on the boat together, having to row back or re even relying on someone rowing the boat back to get back to the shore or or you know having to choose to swim or whatever that is something that ultimately makes the scene even more interesting because then people have something to lose okay and it's not going to be easy on them that's what you want so again here you know pick those words really mindfully and let's say they're on the boat rowing in the middle of the lake having this huge argument and all of a sudden it also starts to rain okay or a storm is coming or lightning or whatever whatever you want to make it fine but now we have some great visuals to work with okay and we also have something that raises the stakes and highlights the conflict in their arguments even more because now we have tension coming from the outside. See? That's how important it is 
to write more visual. And also, guys, writing more visually does not mean that you put your camera movement descriptions or that you describe the shot, the framing of the shot or the lightning within your screenplay. Just don't. You know, there's this argument going on, like, do you do it? Don't you do it? My take is this. If you want someone to enjoy your story and you don't want to distract the reader, don't put it in there because that's exactly what it is. It's distracting because it keeps you from enjoying and really immersing yourself in the story because just imagine you know every every line or you know every, every other line there is you know this this moment where you have like close-up and then you describe what the close-up shows us that is really frustrating to read okay do yourself and your readers a, a huge favor by not you know using that Unless, you know, there's always an exception to the rule, as you might know. Unless you really want to describe a shot that otherwise cannot be conveyed, you know, that you can you cannot make people understand, especially the reader, what special camera movement or special framing you have in mind to make it even more visual, okay? Then I would argue you might get away with using that or even it will help the reader a great deal, okay? But again, this is the exception. At least, it's the way I think about it. So, in every sentence in your screenplay is a shot in your movie, okay? So, for instance, if you write a table, full stop, a glass of water, full stop, a drop of blood, in the water, full stop. You know, these are all shots that can be translated over to the screen later on. And it leaves enough room for the director to explore his or her own framing because he leave it open. Whether it's a close-up or it's a close shot, you know, but you're already creating images in the reader's head. And it's like, you know, any any director is absolutely still free to choose whether it's an extreme close-up or, you know, if you show the blood, if it's an extreme close-up or a detailed shot or whatever it is. It's totally up to the director. But imagine the reader, you know, being immersed in your story and you give them these sentences, that's already, you know, that's that's frame after frame after frame and that's what you should be all about as a as a screenwriter frame 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 this is what movie images are all about okay so focus on these on these things that create a very clear image even maybe a framing within the reader's head that will help a huge deal okay and okay let's look and look at the different aspect of of it because sometimes you have this one line 
that you can easily write down in your script and it opens up a whole universe, you know? And in prose, this is exactly what you want because that is, you know, that opens up everything, okay? But here's an example that you might want to overthink something like this when it comes to screenwriting. So you can easily sit down and write, Lena has been laid off, okay? Because, I mean, this is, this is a sentence and it gives you a huge context of what's going on in this character's life at the moment and what probably will become the want of, the, of this character or what maybe the need of this character is. But, you know, this is not very visual because what does it actually mean? Like, Lena has been laid off. How do you show this? Exactly. There are a couple of million ways to do this, okay? You, you could, you know, show her coming to work and her stuff is awaiting her at the front desk. Okay, this way you tell everyone that she has been laid off, all right? But you can also have her come in to her former office space, you know, her office, her own office, and a co-worker is sitting behind her desk. Yeah, you see where I'm going with this? And one other example might be that She's just having an argument with her boss and then she gets fired. And then she packs her stuff and goes. Every one of these examples have something in common. You know, they all show her getting laid off. But they have a different tonality. They have a different mood. And ultimately, and that's the more important part, they have a different, they, they show a different aspect to the conflict that she's in, that this character is in. And this is what you need to pay close attention to. So it really matters what you want to say within this sentence or within this scene, okay? What is it about? Is it about having this argument with the boss? Is it something about this very argument that, they, that they're fighting over something that is super important for the story or later on becomes what she actually, what this character actually needs to learn in order to transform? Then you might choose the argument because that is a, that's probably a great way to convey exactly what the need of the character is and what the transformation arc is going to be. Okay, but also if you, you know, look at it in a, in a different perspective, it might be that it's more about getting betrayed, you know, it's more a story of betrayal. And then you want to show this character coming in and seeing a co-worker who has taken over and sitting behind her desk. Okay, you get the point, right? So, to sum it all up, every word that you put on the page counts. 
And these words not only form a sentence that should convey the general idea of what you're trying to get across, okay? But it also needs to convey this visual imagery. And this visual imagery will then make it easier for the reader to understand the tonality that you're after and the mood in which the, the movie is set. And then they start forming these images in the back of their head, like in their minds. And this is actually what makes the difference. And people will be drawn to this very much, readers especially. They will understand, okay, oh my God, he, here's someone who understands that this is written to be a movie, okay? And it, it cannot be anything else because it's already so visual that, yes, every sentence is sort of the, the frame, describes what's in the frame, you know, and, and from full stop to full stop, it's basically just describing the frame before you cut, you know, and each full stop is sort of a cut. And if you start thinking this way about your sentences and how, you, you know, you align your page and everything, then it makes a super great difference in, in your writing, okay? Again, I'm talking about, you know, screenwriting here, okay? So all these examples I just gave you, they mostly apply to screenwriting. Some aspects also, you know, can't hurt if you, if you use them in your prose writing. But prose is a different animal altogether, okay? But we're not going to get into that in this episode. Okay. So, guys, that was my take on writing more visually for the screen and in your, in your screenwriting. I hope it helped you a great deal. Thanks for listening. Take great care and uh, write on, guys. That's it for today. Thanks for listening. Please rate this episode or even rate this podcast. Leave a review, spread the word, and share this podcast with fellow writers. If you want to reach out, you'll find me on Instagram. My handle there is at Dr. Sharpwright at dr.sharpwright. You will find the link in the show notes of this episode. Thanks for listening and tune back in next time. Right on. Thank you.